everyone. Welcome to the Epic Vision Zone. My name is Jane Applegath, a former award-winning stockbroker, television producer, script writer, yoga instructor, and serial entrepreneur, now founder of the Epic Vision Zone. I'm here to help you fulfill your big dream by empowering you to create a vision that will supercharge your message, money, and mastery. Because what you say and why you say it is the key to achieving epic success on your own terms. That's why here at the Epic Vision Zone, we bring you some of the world's most influential people to inspire you to hit the go button on your epic life. A big thank you to everyone for being here today. BKS Iyengar wrote, yoga does not just change the way we see things, it transforms the person who sees. Such is the story of today's guest, Katie Sampoyo, who in 2014 discovered the transformative world of yoga, a practice that opened up her heart, mind, and body to a new life and a new way of being. In December of 2015, Katie left behind the corporate world to pursue her passion of helping others live a happy, healthy, and holistic life through personal training, group fitness classes, and luxury Thrive retreats. Today, Katie is the founder of Thrive Coaching, a high-level holistic health and life coaching program. She is the owner of Thrive Fitness and Adventure Retreats. She is a number one best-selling author of Eat to Thrive, the Anti-Diet Cookbook, Sounds Delicious, a certified personal trainer, 200-hour Ashtanga vinyasa yoga instructor and a former tv show host of eat right live well on abc since 2018 katie has been traveling the world full-time living a life filled with adventure connection and transformational experiences her tagline focus the mind tone the body conveys her philosophy on how to live a happy healthy and holistic life from the inside out Welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Hi, thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Well, you're so welcome. Thank you for doing what you do and having us share your story here on the Epic Vision Zone, because this is absolutely one of my favorite topics. So I can't wait to delve in and I am so grateful for you being here. Tell us about your journey from a corporate job to becoming a successful entrepreneur. Woo, man, <laughs> that, that was quite the journey. So it's like most people right out of college, I went and did the traditional route of getting a corporate job, what everyone thinks is the path that we are meant to take. And I found myself very quickly not, uh, not, not, not loving it <laughs> pretty much in a nutshell. It, I felt uh, very disempowered there. I also noticed that the lifestyle that everyone in the office was living was very unhealthy. There was a lot of fast food. There was a lot of sitting around. There wasn't much encouragement to get up and, and, and to just live a healthy lifestyle. It was kind of sit at your desk, grind away. Um, you know, work over time and do it and eat lunch at your desk and, and, and just really just get 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 your your work done without the balance of taking care of yourself being made a priority really at all. So what ended up happening was 
but I've, I've always been an athlete. I've always been super interested in, in playing sports and moving my body and, and being outside. And, and through college, I actually really learned how to start eating healthy. I didn't learn at home. It's something that I learned on my own when I was like, oh, I guess I got to learn how to cook for myself. And that's when I started to get creative in the kitchen and studying nutrition and, and all of that it became just a really fun hobby of mine. Um, but what I ended up doing was creating the first corporate wellness program at my corporate job. I spearheaded it myself because I saw that there was this big disconnect from the lifestyle that I wanted to live and that I, I knew would benefit everybody in this, in this same situation as me. And it became my obsession. So I did it for free. I went to the CEO and I asked him for permission. I said, you don't have to pay me anything, but I want to start teaching boot camps after work. And I want to start teaching yoga classes and I want to do healthy eating challenges. And it really started to change the company culture where we did Spartan races and color races together every couple months. And, and we had uh, different recipes of the month in, in this magazine that we created for our, uh, for our employees because I was in the marketing department. And that's really where I started to discover how the, teaching people and helping people thrive, aka essentially live a life where they feel really good about their bodies and, and their energy levels are different and they just feel good and like they feel in an elevated state because of how they're treating themselves. I was like, okay, this is actually what I'm meant to do. This is more <laughs> where my focus is and I'm not getting paid for it. So how can I learn how to get paid for it? And that's when the transition really started to happen where I, I, at the time I wasn't certified. So I, I, I took my free time after work. So when I got off at five o'clock and I started studying and I went and got my bar certification, which is a mixture of yoga, Pilates and ballet first. And I partnered up with one of the biggest local gyms and I started teaching bar group fitness classes twice a week after work. And that's really where I started grinding with it. You know, I got a free gym membership. I didn't make much money. I mean, I think $20 a class, you know, something like that. But it was, it was just getting my foot in the door. It was getting my confidence up. It was helping me to start to understand, okay, is this really what I want to do before I decide to jump? full ship, you know, onto this new career and leave the corporate world. And the answer kept becoming yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely what I love to do. And, and how can I continue to create this? So then I went and got my personal training certification, my TRX certification. And then the minute I got hired from that gym to, to work full time as a personal trainer, as a group fitness instructor, I quit my corporate job. And one month later, that's where I was. I was completely thrown in to the gym environment, just knowing what I knew, right? I wasn't an expert yet. And I made it my priority to just completely commit to this for a full six months. And I had some savings already that I could be fully supported with for six months in case something didn't work out, right? I had my little safety net because I've always been a good saver. And I just kept falling more in love with it. I was so determined to, to make this something that was thriving, not like a career where I was so struggling and surviving, where I saw many trainers live that lifestyle where they were. And I, and luckily with my marketing background, I thought a little bit different than the average person in the wellness industry. And I know for, uh, I know for a fact that that gave me a very 
unique perspective on how to create a real thriving business from this and not just rely on exchanging time for money and relying on the gym to feed me clients and just doing sessions all the time. I knew there was more to it. I wanted to build an empire. I wanted to make a really big impact. I wanted to be part of the community. And I knew the gym was just a stepping stone. I, I don't like working for other people. I'm super independent. <laughs> and it was just a great space to start where the resources were already there. I had amazing trainers that I that I studied under. They were mentors for me. And within three months, I built up a full book of clientele and was one of the top trainers out of this, one of the biggest gyms in Maryland, actually within three months of ever being in the industry. <laughs> so, and, and I did that also because I had a, I had a blog and I was doing boot camps in the park on my own. And I was really not just doing the normal traditional roles of, okay, go to the gym, just talk to clients at the gym and just live your life at the gym. Like, no, there's more out there to be done in the world, in this community which means I get to get out of the gym, get out of my comfort zone and use my marketing tools that I, that I learned through my corporate job and in college to really promote myself. <laughs> and eventually that ended up ticking the gym off. I didn't like that. I was so fiercely independent and that's when it was my time to leave and everything just really built from, from that moment. Right. Right. No, I, I love that you, you, you dipped your toe in the water by first trying something in the office and then you moved on from there to to get a license and then start teaching and so it was a move towards your passion and you so enjoyed doing what you do and i could see it i can i can feel it even in what in your story that that's what kept you motivated to continue growing. And, you know, even doing the, like you said, you did it for free at the beginning because you knew that this was something that you could lift up people, you know, and make them feel like you do because you knew that that was the answer to, you know, like you said, the corporate world. But you use that knowledge, your marketing knowledge, basically, um, and put it to work for you in, in a, a realm that Katie and I just talked briefly beforehand, um, it typically is a realm in a business industry where the instructors don't make a lot of money. But what I love is that you moved outside of your comfort zone and you pushed, you pushed the envelope because you knew that this was something that was your calling. So that's, thank you for that story. That was wonderful. And it just goes to show that when you have the passion, when you have the fire, anything is possible because it wasn't, it didn't feel like or seem like it was work to you. It was something that you just felt that in, in your, in your soul, you had to teach people so that they could live a life of, uh, of feeling the way you felt, which I'm assuming you, I mean, you know, you may have felt lousy during the period when you were in the corporate world and hence that's why you made the change. So I love that. Thank you so much. Well, what was your biggest fear in becoming an entrepreneur and how did you overcome it? I mean, you must've had some hesitation somewhere, was it or not? Oh yeah. There's always fear when you're starting anything new and when you're going outside of what your comfort zone, right? Which is what essentially you're going outside of what you know. So, hmm, but my specific, I'm trying to think back, this is more than 10 years ago. <laughs> what was that big fear that was really maybe holding me back? And I think it was just, it was, it was more, more than a fear. It was, 
it was, I guess it was, am I good enough? You know, it was that, that story, I would say, am I really good enough to do this? Is this really going to work? <laughs> and that is a fear that I, or a story, I like to call it a story that I've had in different situ, different, uh, well, other areas of my life as well, especially with relationships. And I was able to overcome it by taking action. <laughs> That's the biggest way to overcome any fear is to step right into it. Luckily, I'm a pretty high risk person. Even when I don't think I can do something or I, I'm not sure if I'm good enough or maybe it's, you know, there's all the self doubt that can creep in. I, I, it's just something about honestly who I am. I have this attitude that I'm just like, well, just, I'm just going to go for it anyways. I'm just going to go for it anyways. And, and what I've done with that is I've, I've built this muscle up over the years where, yeah, not everything works out all the time to this day when I try something new in my business and I push myself to another level. There's plenty of times I still fall flat on my face and things don't work out the way that I want them to. And, and at this point in my life, I can laugh at it and I just take the lessons from it. And I say, thank God I am falling flat on my face because that means I'm doing it. That means that I'm putting myself into this zone where I am pushing myself to be better, to, to, to receive more, to give more, to, to build this life that I really, really want. And that's important to me to make this impact that I really want. And if I'm not now, it's like, almost I'm not a little scared. If I'm not having any sort of fear, then I actually self check myself and I'm like, okay, well, are you just playing too safe? Are you playing too small? Are you just, kind of getting stuck back in what you know, because when I was able to push through this fear of, are you good enough? Uh, which that was actually rooted now. Now it's coming to me. I, I was extremely introverted and shy. <laughs> so to be a mm. fitness instructor, that mm. alone, I didn't, I, I purposely did it to get over this fear of being in front of people and using my voice. It was really hard. I used to absolutely hate public speaking and, and being a business major, that's all they make you do in school is give presentations in front of the class. And I literally felt like I would throw up all the time and I would be talking really quiet, you know, and, and stuttering and completely forgetting what I was going to say. And part of me becoming a fitness instructor was because I just knew that there was a lot that I wanted to share. There was a lot that I was passionate about. There was a lot of knowledge that I knew would make a big impact. And if I don't start speaking up and getting myself in front of people and just getting over it, then there's no way that I'm going to be happy with the life that I've lived period. So what happens is when your passion and your desire is bigger than your fear, that is what allows you to step through it. If it's not big enough, then you're not going to probably move forward. You're, the fear will keep you small. So it's really important when you want to overcome a fear, you really want to think about, well, what, what's the result that I'm going to receive when I overcome it? Like, why is this important? Like, why, how is this impacting me in all of the areas of my life from really receiving what I want? And until we're able to really understand that and make it bigger than ourselves and bigger than our fear, it's really, it can be hard. It can be really hard to take that step. And a lot of people don't don't think about it in that way. They just think, oh, I'm scared. And you know, it's not a, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll just keep, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. <laughs> and then guess what? Right. It never really happens or it happens 
20 years yeah. later and we were a little regretful. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the reflection as well. And that I think comes from your, from, from, from yoga and teaching awareness, um, because you said, I love that you said, you know, you want to ask yourself, what is this whole, what is this fear doing to me in my life? Like, what is it holding me back from? It's that reflection that you ask yourself that question when you're not in that state of anxiety and, and nervousness and be, I, it's hard to, to be, in control of your fear when you're in it but it is interesting when you talk to yourself and and say is this worth it i need to move through it um and then it gives you that energy and it gives you that push to go through it because you're absolutely right when you when you teach a class you are presenting in front of an audience and i was the same way because i've been an instructor and i was like I don't know what I'm going to, I mean, I, I had my class worked out, but you're still, you know, you're giving people instructions on how to move their body. So there's a lot more involved too. And then, you know, uh, they're, they're all looking at you for the next thing you're going to say. So, you know, if you said stand on your head, they'd probably do it, but it's a lot of responsibility. So I completely understand. And, and, and I'm, I'm so glad that you gave us that little tidbit too about just sitting back and reflecting on what it's going to cost you not to move forward because that's the future, right? So thank you so much for that. That was great. Yoga and its greatest gift because you and I are very much in alignment with this practice. What would you say yoga's greatest gift has been to you and why are you such a big fan? I, yoga changed my life, and I know it changed yours, too, in a very big way. And I actually started practicing yoga when I was going through a huge depression in my life. Like, one of the lowest times of my life that I can remember uh, was when I went through this horrible breakup. Just like a really bad, nasty breakup with, at the time, it was the longest relationship I'd ever been in. And it really, you know, I, I was in a bad headspace. So what, what happened was I saw this yoga challenge at this new studio down the street where if you go to yoga for 10 days straight, you're going to win something. So you know what? I always like a challenge. So that's literally when I started. And yoga became the only time of day where I was able to get out of my head. You know, it, I had so much anxiety. Like, I, I'm a, I, I run anxious. We talk about attachment styles and more of an anxious attachment style. So I, um, I just, I wasn't able to stop thinking about all the things that I was upset about and how unhappy I was. And with yoga, I was, I had peace. It gave me peace. <laughs> That's the gift that it gave me. It gave me time to just connect with myself and to be out of my head and into my body and my heart and, and in a way that I had never experienced or been able to access before that time. You're so focused on your breathing and what you're doing and your, and your alignment and, and things that I, once I went through my yoga teacher training, it's about so much more than that now, but that's what it was for me at the time. And it, it honestly saved my life. I would say because I was in a bad place and I was crying every day. I think I had lost 10 pounds. I've never been overweight. So I was like 95 pounds at that point. Like it was bad, <laughs> you know, just cause I was wow. depressed. That, wow. That's it. When I get depressed, I lose my appetite. Um, so yoga gave me my, my life back, like my light, my inner light. And it helped me heal from 
a very, you know, traumatic situation that I was going through at the time. And that's how it became such an important part of my life and something that I really was excited to learn more about and to share with others that maybe they're going through something similar and this is just what they need, this 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 moment with themselves that will shift them, will shift their mindset, will shift their energy into a different place that is going to allow them to be alive again. So yeah, for me, yeah. that's that's what it was. Absolutely. I completely understand what you're saying because that's exactly what it did to me. Um, and I do believe that a lot of it has to do with, like you said, you, you have to be present in class if you're going to be doing proper alignment, if you're going to be doing your poses. People often think that, oh, well, I have to be really bendy to do yoga. No, it's not a gymnastics class. It's about deconnecting to connect with your, deconnecting the outer world to connect with your inner world. And that is so powerful because we are so influenced by our outer world that we forget that we have inner peace. There's always that inside that is there for us, but we have so much static happening around us all the time. It doesn't matter, you know, the world, your family, your friends, your job, it just goes on and on. But when you learn to bring, to, to silence that and bring yourself to center and just experience the space that we have within us, it completely opens everything. All the doors, like you said, the light goes on, the doors start to open, more creativity happens. Um, you just start to breathe. Um, and that actually is a great segue into my next question because you have a holistic approach to your teachings, which I love. And it's centered on your philosophy of focus the mind, tone the body. Tell us more about that. I just touched a little bit on it, but it is so powerful. Give us some more insight into that. Yeah, so it, what I realized when I started to invest in myself was the only thing that was really holding me back was my mindset, mm -hmm. like period. It was where my mindset was at. It was the thoughts that I was thinking. It was the negative self-talk. It was the disempowering stories that I created. It was based, you know, they were all based on my experiences growing up. And that's when I started training clients, I understood that whatever was holding them back from achieving the results that they wanted wasn't, wasn't the training. It wasn't the exercise, you know, it wasn't even usually connected directly to the food they were eating. It was definitely a combination of all those things. And at the top of it, it was definitely related to, well, where's their mindset at? Do they actually believe that this change is possible for them? Like, do they, do they really think that they can achieve this? Do they think that they deserve this? That's a big one. Like, do you think that you actually deserve to have the lifestyle and the body and the health that you really want? Because a lot of people, you know, in the, in the conscious brain on the, like right there in the front, yes, they can say, yes, I, I do. However, what's really happening is the subconscious brain is where the, the real, the real juice is. And that's saying something else usually a lot of the time. So what I found was for myself and for my clients and to this day, what I do now with my thread coaching, we always dive deep into the mindset first before we look to, to, to upgrade anything external because it all lies there because there's no way that we're going to tone our bodies or, or have the best relationship 
with ourselves or with a significant other or really live a life filled with purpose making the money that we want to make, you know, living where we want to live, all of those things, we're not able to achieve that until we focus our mind in the right way that's going to be in alignment with us achieving what we want. So that's mm -hmm. really how I created this tagline because the mind gets to come first before we get that reward that we want with anything external. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you say that, uh, if you don't have the mind shift, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's really powerful. And I think, you know, that's, that is in itself is, is saying, wow, you know, what do you do for, let's say, just give us an example or two of what practices you use to calm the mind or bring us to center, just so you could share with the audience some ideas they might be able to practice at home when they're in a state of anxiety or they just need to, you know, de-stress. Yeah. There's so many different tools that we have available just within ourselves, And one is by using our breath. Breath work is great uh, to use our breath to control our emotions and to really uh, help alleviate specifically anxiety. So there's different breath work techniques that I do for myself and that I teach in some of my coaching sessions. In general, it's just deep belly breathing. We always breathe from our chest, short, shallow breaths, which does not uh, calm the nervous system down and actually enhances anxiety. That's when we start to like, hyperventilate, for example, it's these short, short, short shallow breaths. So when we just take deep inhales through our nose, expanding our belly, maybe even doing a little bit of a breath hold, pulling the chin to the chest, and then we exhale, squeezing all of that air out, pulling that belly into the spine, you're instantly going to feel a little bit more relaxed. You can try it right now. You can actually change your state in a matter of a second. The other way that I train my clients to change their state if they're in a state that's not serving them, maybe they're in a really bad mood, maybe they're anxious, is to physically move the body. So we can do that with breath that's moving our body. And also it's great to get up and, and just do some form of movement. I love to dance. I start all of my coaching sessions off with a group dance party for, for one whole song. <laughs> we get up, we move, we jump around, we get into playful energy because even if you're in a bad mood before the call, if you're up, and you're physically moving and you're smiling and you start to laugh, your state will change in that matter of that song, which could be two to three minutes. It doesn't need to take days for you to get out of your mood. You know, we flow in and out of emotions all the time. It's like I, we get to choose which ones serve us and lean more into those ones and make those a priority to, to, to pull out because they serve us on a higher level. So, those are two ways. And then of course we have the traditional journaling, which some people absolutely love. I love to journal. However, I am definitely inconsistent with it. I'm not somebody who journals every day. My boyfriend is great at it. It's part of his solid routine. And for me, I'm a talker. I'm mm. more, I like to process my emotions by talking. I, I, yeah. I, that's just how I, how I am. So that's how I, I, I train my clients too. If you're not a journaler, that's okay talk into your phone and leave yourself a voice message and you can do journaling through audio like that's a, a way to do it if, if it's really hard for you to sit down and look at a page and have that that time like that then i, I think either talking to somebody 
like a coach or a friend that you trust or some people talk to their therapist. That's a form of processing and also changing our emotional states. And I think it's extremely important to just, you know, find a way to, to process your emotions that works for you. Those are just some ways. And meditating, right, is another one. And, and practicing yoga or playing a sport, swimming, bowling, I don't know, whatever it is that gets you out of your head. Yoga is that for us. Um, surfing is also very that. For me, snowboarding, when I play those sports, I'm in a different place, yeah. a different mindset, you know, I'm flowing yeah, you, with nature. You definitely, definitely have to be present if you're going to be doing those so surfing and yeah. snowboarding. <laughs> if your mind were elsewhere, you'd be in a tree or smack on, <laughs> on the beach, one or the other. Yeah. But, you know, that's exactly. often what I, I say about yoga is that, you know, if you're not present, you're not going to be doing that pose. Uh, but it's the same thing. You know, if it's more challenging, then you will have to be more present. And that's the the, the switch that you need to make almost, you know, you have to really uh, flip the switch to, to, you know, get from that anxiety or stressfulness into another into another mindset. So th those are great great tips. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you also for saying that if you're not a journaler, it's okay, because you do hear that that's one very big one. But I know a lot of individuals who really aren't into the writing thing, but it's okay. It's like I say to people, you know, meditation doesn't always mean that you're sitting cross-legged and trying to shut down your mind. I mean, in doing that, you're actually making more noise. A meditation could be you're going for a jog. That could be your meditation. A meditation could be you're going through a vinyasa flow. I mean, whatever brings you to that point of centeredness and, and, and you know, you're connecting your mind and body. That also, too, can be a meditation. I love to brush my cat, you know, my kitty cat, because she purrs when I brush her. And frankly, it's like a meditation. Um, you know, yeah. so meditation can be interpreted in so many different ways just like i'm glad you brought up the thing with journaling because so many of my friends not so many but a lot of them will say you know i'm just not into that journaling thing so okay do something else so just taking that and and shifting it a little bit can make all the difference so i have seen on your website this thing that you call macro calculator i am totally yeah. fascinated with that so tell our audience what that is and how they can get it. Yeah, so my macro calculator, macronutrient calculator is actually connected to my cookbook. So I teach you exactly how to use it in the cookbook in case you guys are confused after I explain it a little bit now. There's a whole chapter on it. Now, what our macros are, they are pretty much extremely important numbers to know and understand if you're interested in losing weight, gaining weight, or staying the same weight. <laughs> okay, so that these numbers are the, the grams of protein that we eat every day, the, the grams of carbs, fats, and the amount of calories that we intake. So that those are our macronutrients. And it's very complicated to figure out these numbers by hand. <laughs> so what I did is I created a calculator where you just answer a couple questions. It's really, it's based off of your age, your weight, 
uh, your current activity level. So maybe if you're somebody who sits a lot at a desk all day, that's going to be pretty low. If you're somebody who's a hairdresser, for instance, you're probably standing up all day long, so it's going to be a little bit higher. Um, and also your current activity level with your workouts. So are you currently working out one day a week for, you know, a heavy amount of time or sorry, a heavy amount of output, output. what am I trying to say here? <laughs> so all that stuff matters. And then from there, the calculator does all the stuff in the background that's very complicated. So you don't have to figure all that out and it tells you what your numbers are and it's all based on your goal like I said. So you would also say in the calculator, I want to lose a little bit of weight, a little bit of fat actually specifically. So the numbers will cater to receiving that result. If you are looking to gain weight, for instance, a lot of men look to gain weight uh, or underweight women. And we're talking about muscle weight again, we're not talking about fat. Well then it's important for us to understand these numbers because a lot of people, hey man, when I was when I was starting to, to write meal plans, a lot of people didn't understand that, oh, well, I eat, a, I eat really healthy. I said, okay, well, well, how much are you eating? Like track your food for a week, let's take a look. And when I started to, to calculate what they were actually eating and how many calories they were actually consuming and how many grams of fat and all of that, Yes, it was healthy food, and it, uh, healthy, it doesn't matter, it was too much, <laughs> right? They were eating maybe 150 to 200 grams of fat because they were having like two whole avocados a day with all this other, all these so many nuts and seeds, and, and it just really added up where they were getting really frustrated, and they were feeling lost, or like, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm doing all the things right, and I'm eating healthy, so why am I not getting these results? And it was just because their macros were off, their macronutrients, what they were eating was too high for them to achieve the result that they wanted. So it's, it's incredible information. I, I don't, I, I really teach it to not be intimidating to mainly just use it as a guideline to under, to give you a little more clarity as to, Oh, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. And this is based off my personalized number. It's not something that's a one size fit all at all. It's extremely unique. And, I actually tell all my, my clients to run this calculator every single time that you have a major shift in your life, whether it's all of a sudden your, your activity level changes or every time, every year that you get a year older, it, it factors in your age. So we should definitely be changing that. Um, or even just once a month, you know, just check in with yourself. If your weight changes dramatically, then we're going to want to rerun those numbers to make them more accurate with where you're currently at. It's not a forever thing. You keep up with it. As you progress, they progress and they change as well. So it's powerful. It's powerful information. It can, if you're confused with why something from a food standpoint and you feel like you're doing everything correct, that's the first thing I, I tell people to, to check and, and to look into because they might just be either, well, actually what happens with women a lot of the time is they dramatically under eat thinking that that's how they're going to lose weight. That's my story. That was my problem. I was way under eating. And once I started yeah. eating about 400 more calories a day, which is about a full meal more, all of a sudden I got the body that I wanted. I was very sculpted. I felt super strong. I wasn't a beefcake, you know, or anything like that, which a lot of women worry about. That, that's based off your genetics, <laughs> how your muscles are going to grow. I, my, my genetics are not that, so it, it did not happen. However, I felt amazing, and not only did I look the best I've ever looked in my life, 
Uh, however, my energy was through the roof because I was actually eating the amount of calories that were necessary for me based on how active I was at the time. So that's why these numbers are so important. And it's a free calculator on my website, completely free. There's a specific tab for it at katysampio.com. Definitely check it out. And then my cookbook is the follow-up to to the calculator because once we know our numbers, it can be very daunting to, to then figure out, well, how many calories are in my breakfast and how many grams of carbs and how do I add all this stuff up? So I created my book, my cookbook, with 50 recipes that I've already calculated the calories, the fats, the carbs, all of it for every single recipe, for every serving in the recipe, so that it's very easy to, to move forward and start to, to track a little bit so you understand what's what's going on. Right. I I that is a fabulous tool. Everybody needs to check out that macro calculator uh you know i never would sit down and calculate in the grams and the this and the that and the protein it's just you know stick a needle in my eye <laughs> it's just too much work <laughs> but but i know how valuable it is and one of the things that i caught was not only if if you're looking for a weight ideal weight um, gain or loss, but also, like you said, it's important because of your energy level. It's important because of how you maybe sleep or not sleeping. It's important because of your inflammation. And is that, is that adding to your joint pain? I mean, it, it, the, the value of that and how you can, when you break it down, um, then you can really address the parts that are are, are getting in your way or where you can change it. So that, like you said, the food that you feed yourself also feeds, it's not just, it's not filler as I call it. Unfortunately, the fast food industry and a lot of our food today is what I call, it's not even food, it's filler. It's so that you feel full, but you're not really giving yourself any nutrition, which I would love you now to talk about your book, Eat, Eating a Healthy Habit. How do we make eat, eating a healthy habit? Because you are also a nutritionalist, correct? And I, I, I love the juxtaposition that you have where you have the yoga and the training for the body and the mind. But then, of course, you need the fuel. Because if we don't feed ourselves properly, it doesn't matter how much exercise, it doesn't matter how much mindset we do, we will always feel something is off, correct? Because we, yeah. you know, are we we don't value the fuel that we feed ourselves. But if you have a sports car and you need to give it high octane gas, you'll do that because you value your car. <laughs> but we don't value our bodies the same way. So tell us a little bit more about healthy eating habits and your book as well. Yeah, of course. There it is. There's a book. <laughs> so I wrote this book because when I was training people back in the day, I was noticing that one of the reasons why they were were not they were getting frustrated, they still weren't getting the results is because what they were eating after our sessions was not in alignment with their goals. So I started writing individualized meal plans for my clients and Wow, did that take me a lot of time and it cost them a lot of money because it took me a lot of time and it really wasn't something that was accessible to everyone. And 
I feel like this information is so valuable. Every single person deserves to have access to it because it does change your life. That's literally why I wrote this book. That was my big why for why I wrote this book was to make eating healthy, easy, fun, and accessible to every person on this planet. My book is only $30. It is literally a meal plan and a book. There are 12 chapters on nutrition and really easy to understand language. I wrote the book as I'm talking to you right now. It's not scientific. It's not boring it's not wordy and it's not a, it, there's no fillers i'm just telling you exactly what you need to understand if you want to live a healthy lifestyle so it that's why i wrote the book i didn't want it to be intimidating to to to, to live a healthy lifestyle i wanted it to be easy and fun so in the book you'll you'll really learn well what does protein mean and and like What's, what are all the myths that we hear about women having protein and what that can do to our bodies and what's really a carb and what does that mean and why, what are the good fats versus the bad fats? What's the truth already? We have so much confusing information out in, online on social media from people that don't know what they're talking about. So when I wrote this book, I really pulled very high level studies. I mean, I'm not just making this stuff up. Everything in there is backed up by research as well. And, and again, I'm not telling you stuff that's, that's not important. I'm just getting to the point so that you can take this knowledge and immediately implement it in your life to start changing your life. And there's even, there's even a little section on what to use to cook with. Cause that's the next question, right? A lot of people yeah. maybe don't even know how to cook. It's not what they, what they do. They go out to eat a lot. So, we, we do we do get to, to buy some tools <laughs> to get us started. So I have the the most basic list of tools and then the, the splurging ones if you're like a more of a, a cooking connoisseur like myself, I have the fancier tools that you can buy too. I mean it's literally there's every single thing in there so that you go to, you read the book, you go to the store, you buy every single thing to get yourself started and you have a solid plan that'll last you for over a month. I mean there's over 50 recipes in the book. Every recipe takes 30 minutes or less. That's the theme of the book. And it's also a completely gluten-free cookbook, by the way. I just kind of sneak that in there. <laughs> That's my way of sneaking it in. Why not yeah. tell you up front? I, I can't wait to get my hands on my, cop, on my copy because I'm telling you, I love the fact that it, besides the recipes, which look incredible, it has all that information about the protein and you know the carbs and the even the cooking utensils like you said i mean unfortunately there are a lot of toxic cooking utensils that we use which are not good for us you know um so but the information it's knowledge and you know we can use it or not but at least then you're giving yourself a chance to understand that this is what it takes to live a healthy life, but also it's going to reward you in so many ways. I mean, it's, you know, the weight thing is, is something that I find that our North American culture is obsessed with. Uh, because in Europe, you know, they've, they've like for Italy, for example, they eat pasta almost every day. Now they're not as a population as overweight as North Americans are. And it's mainly because of, you know, we eat processed food, we eat, um, food that is GMO or all kinds of other things, you know, 
too much, uh, wheat, like their pasta, their, their wheat isn't pro as processed as ours is. So it tends to be, if you're going to have pasta, it tends to be a little better. But yes, all this information is so useful. And what I fought, love is that it helps us be a better person. It helps us enjoy life to the fullest, like you said, thrive. So what a great book. I, like I said, I can't wait to get my copy on it because I love eating healthy and I love to know what other things I can do. I, I mean, I've got these health bars that I make now, but I need more. I need to make more different ones. So thank you for that. And tell our audience, uh, I love that you have um, free information for people to get started. So I downloaded this. This is your free download on your website. It's the ultimate guide to healthy snacking for the non-cook and it's called snacking 101 so just just give our audience a quick peek into that because i would say to everybody go and download it yeah this is i mean who here is a snacker i definitely have been a big snacker my whole life and in the united states like you said we are we are really trained by all these unhealthy processed snacks that come from a box or a bag and then even if it's labeled healthy, and maybe even it doesn't look like it's affecting our, our physical body. However, it definitely has long-term effects on our health, like cancers and diseases and inflammation and all the stuff that's running behind the scenes because of the preservatives that are pumped into the food, because the food regulations, that's a whole different conversation in the United States, is it's not regulated really at all. So. I am teaching you guys in this book how to create your own snacks out of real ingredients that you use in in your kitchen, like that you will find in at a farmer's market, at the grocery store, in the produce section, so that you actually feel really good about the snacks that you're eating. And on top of it, because I always like a challenge, because I heard too much, I don't have time, well, I just don't have time to make things for myself. Every snack can be made in five minutes or less. Five minutes or less. <laughs> and I believe there's tw over 21 snacks in that in this in this guide. So it, it's it's a fun download. It, it, it's to create a little challenge for you to be a little bit more creative in the kitchen and start to make your snacks not something that comes from a box, but something that you actually make for yourself that you feel really good about eating and that adds a lot of value to, to who you are in your life because of the quality of the food that you're eating. And you still get to have your snack <laughs> and not feel bad about it. Yes, give yourself the five minutes. Your body is worth it. You have, I call them luxury retreats uh, because there are you know, several others that are doing retreats, but give us, give our audience a little insight into your retreats. Yeah. So these are high end retreats. They're definitely you're not sleeping in a tent out in the woods. You're sleeping in a multi-million dollar <laughs> private villa. That's usually beachfront with, it's just, it's, it's an incredible, unique house. Those are the kind of houses that I rent where when you're treated like a king or a queen, that's the point. You get to walk into an experience like this and completely be in touch with yourself and not all the little details and stresses that we might be used to handling on a daily basis in normal life and our normal situation. So this is this these retreats are created to step you away from that into an experience where you are 100% being catered to and taken care of so that when you leave an experience like this, you're 
elevated. You are in a different energetic space. You are, you are flying like sorry on cloud nine so that when you go back into your normal life, you, you're able to show up in, in a different way. And a lot of people that come on these trips, I, I do a lot of high-level Thrive coaching. So that's really focused on mindset. It's a, it's, you could call it life coaching. I, I call it Thrive coaching because I'm all about thriving and that's how I like to frame it. So we really dive into also what are your goals in life? What are you working on right now? What's your intention for coming into an experience like this? They're by interview only and by application only because it's really about the connections that we're fostering as well. You get to be vulnerable. You get to create friendships that are going to transform your life and make a big impact because the quality of the conversation is very high level and very unique and, and very open. And those are the kinds of people that get to go on these kinds of trips. If somebody's closed minded or closed off, well, you'll probably be denied <laughs> because it's a certain space that we're creating. And also the health component, it's huge. Everybody is active. They're active experiences. We're practicing yoga every day. We're doing fitness boot camp classes. We're going on hikes. We're, we're outside in nature every single day experiencing what life, I believe, is all about, which is connecting to to, to other beings besides ourselves, which is the people that we're on the trip with and also mother nature being outside and it's vibrant energy. It just, it really is transformative that piece in itself. So we're, we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone mentally, emotionally as well, because a lot of people come on these trips by themselves. They don't know anybody else. It's, it's a bit, uh, maybe something that, that could be intimidating, you could say. And that's, amazing because that means that we're going in the right direction we're we're stepping into the unknown we're we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone a bit and with with exposing ourselves and being more vulnerable and, and connecting on new levels and of course the physical piece is definitely a challenge as well we're doing some challenging hikes we're being active every day so it, it can push a lot of people out of their comfort zones with that too and, but there's a balance. There's a balance because we have the yoga and then we have some some fun activities like our cooking class where we're learning how to eat healthy and making some recipes from my cookbook. And we also have our fun activities like learning to surf and other things that are really local to the area that we're specifically traveling in. So that, again, when you leave an experience like this, it's so much more than just a fun trip. That's not what it's about. It's about personal growth. It's a direct investment in yourself. People leave these retreats creating huge shifts in their life when they get back. I offer private coaching at the trip. The quality of the people you get coached by everybody's there because everybody is just openly sharing what they're struggling with and what they're excited about in their life as well. And we really work together as a team to, to thrive, right? That's why they're called Thrive Retreats, to, to be happy in life, to understand, well, what does that mean for me? You know, because as we get older and go through different experiences, what we want, what makes us happy that changes. That changes as we grow and we're constantly thinking about it. We're constantly working on figuring out, well, what, what is it for me now? And, and that's what these, these trips provide you with the space that's safe to really be able to, to go there and do that work and, and not to feel like you've got to do it alone. You have a community to support you. This is what I do for a living. And that's why people come back every year, multiple times a year on these trips. And for over five years, we go all over the country, all over the world. And 
it's it's an incredible once in a lifetime experience yes i would say they are uh i have taken a peek at your different retreats and locations i encourage everyone to go to her website and check out the retreats they sound absolutely fabulous and what it feels like to me katie is a recharging of your life or a booting up depending on like you said if you're coming back and i think that's why people do come back is to recharge their batteries because let's face it you know there's a lot that goes on from year to year especially these days it's like okay now what's gonna happen <laughs> but also it's it's if you're going for the first time it's it's connecting with yourself and and really getting that charge uh, from the not just from the location and the experience but the community because we really are you know um human beings are meant to be in community that's the way that we've we've thrived um you know if you put a human being out there all by themselves well i don't think our species would have survived quite frankly <laughs> i mean it would not have survived but you 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 very succinctly um came to the next question which was the results that you hope people walk away with from your services and you mentioned a lot of that in the retreat which i find is a very encompassing of all of what you offer meaning like you said uh you've got the cooking you've got the hiking the yoga was there anything else that you feel that you would um say are the results that people will walk away with when they come into your world yeah well i definitely have all of these amazing new connections in their life because i'm all about building aligned communities because i was a lone wolf that's part of my story i used to do everything on my own and i was super disconnected from people without realizing it and without understanding how that really impacted my happiness um, mm. deeply and that's why i created these retreats it was a big part of it and that's also why i created my thrive group coaching programs based they came after the retreats because people wanted to continue to have this high level of communication and community and goal setting and accountability in their life for more than maybe just the five days or a week that we were on one of these experiences. I'm sure if we all could go on like seven retreats a year, we would. However, that's not really realistic for most people. So that's also why I created my coaching programs that follow up with the retreats because we get to be and stay in that kind of elevated state every single day of our life. And it just takes setting up the right support system, the right coach, and the right action steps so that we're constantly creating movement in a forward direction. And that's what you can expect from working with me. We're going to continue to thrive and up-level and learn how to flow with this crazy roller coaster called life that takes us on twists and turns and ups and downs. And I'll tell you right now, when you have a support system in place and, and you have a coach and you have a community and, and you have somebody to be there for, to celebrate your epic wins with and also to support you when something happens that throws you off, it completely changes your life. It changes your results. It's personally what's changed my entire life. I'm such a stand for these programs, for these communities, because I literally did everything on my own most of my life. And until I had this for myself, and I do, I have four coaches right now. I'm in three major communities. 
that I invest a lot of my time, energy, and money into for myself. There is no way I would be who I am today without that. And I'm a stand for everybody on this planet getting out of their way. That's the biggest thing. Getting out of your own way, getting these blocks uncovered and move to the side, stepping through the fears, breaking the negative patterns that you don't even know because they're called blind spots. You don't even understand what's probably getting in your way until you start to dive into the work and, and again, not do it alone, <laughs> okay? That's what makes the biggest difference, that your life really starts to change. It, it's not about... It's not about something's wrong with you. I want to make that really clear. It's not It's not about, oh, I'm broken and I want to be fixed. That's not what this is about. Investing in yourself with these programs, going on these trips, is nothing to do about that. It's all about you just uncovering what's truly possible for you and, and really stepping into your power as a human being on this planet and courageously moving through life with confidence knowing that you've shown up 100% in every area. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about your health and wellness. I'm talking about with your career. I'm talking about with with your family, all that stuff. That is connected. It's not disconnected. And I treat all these areas of life as the same because that's how we truly thrive. That's how we truly are happy. It's not when we're excelling in our career, but then our health and wellness absolutely sucks or we're having problems in our marriage because we're so focused on making money, which was my problem for a while with relationships, that then I didn't create any time or space to connect with other people, right? right. So I, yeah. what these programs do, they bring everything together so that we understand how to, how to, how to really design a lifestyle that's unique to yourself that's going to allow you to receive whatever it is that you want, and that's a different answer for everybody. Yes, that is so powerful. I mean, yeah, the, the the whole package of the community and the knowledge that you share and the 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 gifts that, you know, because often there's there's movements and stuff that you can take with you and do at home. I mean, and and being in that community will encourage you to keep going, to keep doing that and to keep feeding yourself and your soul and your body um, what's healthy for it. I mean, it really, it's, it's, uh, I'm signing up. <laughs> I, I, I was just saying to Katie in the green room, we were, well, we call it the fake green room, but whatever. I was just like, oh, you're going to be in my, my neck of the woods. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to be checking out that one for sure. <laughs> because yeah. boy, do they ever sound fantastic. And of course the exotic ones too. So yeah, Katie goes everywhere. So if you love the travel and you want it to be worthwhile, this is a great way to do it. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your future. So Katie wants to enroll you in your future. So don't miss out. <laughs> that's what I say. Yes. <laughs> She's like, whoa, that's a big statement. <laughs> but it's the truth. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can tell you're so passionate about that. So I am going to move on to uh, a question that I ask every guest that's here. And it's because you're here on the epic vision zone. If your life were an epic story, what would the title be? My life is an epic story. <laughs> okay. Because life. your life is an epic story, what would the title be? Hmm. 
everything I do has the, the word thrive in it. And that's because I feel like that's what my life is thriving on all cylinders. <laughs> like, I like that. That's my life. I love it. That's what it is. That's what okay. I do. That, that yeah. is, I, that's a visual. I love that. I could see the cylinders just smoking away. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> We can pass that peace pipe around while we're at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thank you again, Katie, for joining us today. Be sure to check out Katie's website at Katie. I'll spell her last name for you. Sampayo. It's S-A-M-P-A-Y-O.com. And we will have all of her contact information and her book link on our bio pages at the Epic Vision Zone. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Jane Applegath. And don't forget to reach out to me on janeapplegath.com, where you can also grab your free download, The Keys to Your Dreams. Looking forward to hearing from you. And this has been the Epic Vision Zone, transforming your dreams into epic success.